Welcome into the Double Ave Podcast. I'm Garrett Haynes. And I'm Des Maldonado. So why don't you just lay back, set your feet, and listen. Let's do it. Hey, and welcome into the Double Ave Podcast, Episode 5. You ready, Des? Heck yeah, I'm ready. Are you Are you ready? Not one bit. Me neither. Never ready. I just say that. <laughs> well so episode five we're gonna come together it's just gonna be you and i no special guests what do you think uh you know i feel like i am the special guest and i feel like you there you are the special guest so oh i know that was deep that was very deep that was very deep yeah i mean just did you just like get done watching the titanic or something you know, actually, I, I don't watch all the romantic movies because then I get like, I get all, it, it's just weird. I don't know. I don't like love romantic movies, I guess. Your co-host, Desmond Nauta, ladies and gentlemen, he hates romance. I, I, okay, that's not what I said at all. <laughs> but, <laughs> but. Hey, you don't have to hide it. It's all right. Nowadays, yeah. I mean, it's like, I don't know, you have to be straight up with what you like to a person right off the bat instead of figuring out a person. Yeah, I didn't know. I thought this was a rodeo podcast. Why are we talking about love and rodeo? Yeah, this already right out of the gate is already bad. So this is a goddamn rodeo podcast. (laughs) That's exactly right. So you know what we're going to do, Des? What? We're going to talk rodeo. And most importantly, I want to start off the bat. Tell me about Douglas. You're out there for the college rodeo. You were picking it up for Scott McDaniels. You know, you got to meet Brian Huey, who we had on our last episode, um, yeah. which I thought went really well. Um, Jay Kerndon was there, who was on the episode before that. Um, so just let's hear about the Douglas experience. The Douglas experience. Man, uh, <laughs> it was for sure quite a rodeo I won't forget. Um just the drive up there, first of all. Uh, we blew two tires on the way up there. Oh, damn. Uh, had five head of horses and an 11 quarters trailer and blew two tires on the way up there. And uh, we finally get there. We were supposed to be there at 3 o'clock on Friday afternoon. Uh, didn't make that. That didn't happen. And we showed up about 5.30 Arizona time, and they had a ranch rodeo starting at 5.30. Um, So we pull into the gate, and the little stand right before you get into the arena itself, they got security all over that joint. And uh, We told you about that. Yeah. Well, I didn't know how strict they were, I guess. I guess I'll say that. And so I'm driving. And Pecos is in the passenger seat, and there's two people approach us on each side, and they just look at the vehicle, like at the truck and trailer, and they're walking around it, and then they walk up to the windows, and I roll my window down, and Pecos did too, and one guy said, is there any weapons or firearms in here? Well, I always carry my pocket knife on me, so I was like, yeah, I just got this pocket knife, and that guy said, okay. Uh, what about a gun? Pecos 
for God knows why. I don't know why he had it, but he had a CO2 BB gun stuck between his console and the seat. And it didn't have CO2 in it or BBs. He just had, I don't know if he was going to throw it at somebody, but he pulls it out and he goes, oh yeah, I got this, this, and they just freak out. They're like, whoa, you know? (laughs) And uh, so we almost went to jail for that. Uh, Yeah. Did they end up letting you all in or did you guys have to like hand the BB off, BB gun off to like a friend or? So they wanted us to, they said okay well you can't have this is there anywhere you could take it or drop it off and i was like dude we're 11 and a half hours away from home like <laughs> he's got me and i got him kind of deal <laughs> like and everybody else we know is already in there and so they finally let us we Pecos told him he goes well it doesn't have co2 or bbs and they just looked at us even weirder <laughs> and yeah you got a co2 bb you don't know co2 or bbs yeah, we just had a gun, <clears throat> a toy at that point. And so we, uh, they let us go in finally. And then they were wanting us to park in a certain place. And we're like, no, we're the pickup man for the rodeo. And they were like, so what are you here to pick up? Uh, you Bronx? know, it, Bronx, uh, the, the guys are getting on. You know, we're going to do our job. And she goes, well, there's not, there's, there's, uh, there's a rodeo about to start. Yeah, we know that the ranch rodeo, but we don't have to pick that up. And then so they kept questioning us, questioning us. And then uh, right there by the load and shoot was where Scott, the whole Slash M rodeo crew parked. And so Scott told us, just come on in, back your trailer up and you guys stay there. And they wouldn't let us. They wanted us to park completely. With all the contestants and stuff. Yeah, they thought we were contestants. Even though I looked 14, they were like, yeah, dude, you don't belong. So, (laughs) and uh, finally they let us park there. And everything went downhill after that. Um, Unloaded horses in a little at the timed event where all the timed event stock was. And uh, unloaded four out of five horses, and I forgot to close the gate for, to get the last horse. So all our pickup horses ran the, uh, I guess, the Douglin relay race, if you will. They ran the dang track that went that goes around it. Just about, yeah. Oh, the parking man. lot, the parking lot. It was it was a mess. We had the the real cowboys go over there and rope all of our wild mustangs. Oh, you're Texas. No, actually, it was just like the ranch cowboys there for the ranch rodeo. Well, no, but they roped all of your uh, our little... Texas steeds. Yeah, your Texas steeds. That's what I was trying to get to. Yeah, that, yeah. Even though you could walk up to any one of them and catch them in a halter, but they were just them cowboys were just round, running them around. And they wanted to rope something, look cool. I can't They're say having I bl- a good time. Right, I can't say I blame them because everybody tries to look cool. I mean, I've been guilty of it a time or two. Me too. I mean, I tried to rope a bull this weekend in Douglas, and I missed, but it looked cool. <laughs> I'm sure the crowd enjoyed it. Yeah, it was, you know, for a college rodeo, that place is... Yeah. Dude, they they pack in. 
Oh man, it was pretty cool. It just the it was it was for sure a, an experience. Um, I didn't sleep much the very first night. Uh, I could feel the, that mariachi band. Yeah, I could feel the bass from that band, and uh, so it was great. That was neat. Yeah, and then you have all the rides going on, and the yeah, man. I mean, people walking. We had a guy pee right by the door of our living quarters. It was it was amazing. That's not scary at all. No, not at all. Especially that place. Like, I don't know if anybody listening to this podcast will go to Douglas or has been, and I'm sure there has been, but it's not just the safest place. I mean, for the area, like the fairgrounds during the Douglas Cochise County Fair, whatnot, it's yeah. probably the safest place. I mean, they, like you said, like just to get into it, you have to go through a whole security screening. Yeah, so we were making jokes about the border, you know, with it being right there. Vegas was right. like, yeah, I mean, we're, he was like, yeah, it, you know, it's not strict at all. You could walk right over it. And so that after that whole gun ordeal, I was like, I think it's harder to get into that rodeo ground than the border right now, like crossing it. And God forbid if you have a cooler full of beer. Oh, man, yeah, you are. You're shunned from that place. But oh, yeah. uh, the rodeo was really good, went pretty smooth. Uh, picked up Brian. Yeah, I know. Did he take your hat off like he said he was going to? No. So uh, the first night, um, I was riding my big bay horse, and he makes a jam-up ride, really good ride on Wounded Nia Scott. Something I just jam-up good. And uh, comes around to the right of the arena, and I just move in, read my corners, and I go to hit him. Well, my bay horse wasn't kind of getting to him. <laughs> and so Brian, he goes, well, come on, Des, you know. <laughs> and, I was, and I finally, I was right next to him, and I reached for him. I'm like, well, come on, Brian, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and uh, no, he didn't take me. He didn't hit my hat or get knock my hat off the first night. And then the second day, I picked him up, too. Uh, but he got on a pretty. It Sporty would be a little cold. Uh, yeah, he did go out there, fumble with him, and Brian stuck him, but he, the flank kind of fell off of him, and I think he got like a fifty-five or something. But uh, and if I'm not mistaken, old Brian Healy won the won the rodeo. I think I think so, or won the average, something like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you won the average, you win the rodeo. Something, yeah, something like that. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> the, the average is a rodeo. Something. I know he he may have won the round the first night or second. I don't. Know. I I just know he was two for two, and uh, right. he, and he didn't take the re ride the second day, which I can't say I blame him because I mean, if you get a qualified ride, it's a qualified ride. Points are points. Yeah. So. Uh. Yeah, and then, like I said, it was a pretty good weekend. Uh, I think I ate my body weight in nachos. Did you get some tacos from the little food truck? I did. Uh, nice. 
yeah you uh so it's hard to leave a place like that like that taco place it's really hard to leave when it's that good you know and it's not like five bucks your pocket out expensive yeah five bucks and you get four tacos sounds like a pretty good deal to me Mm -hmm. and uh yeah that was i did ride uh the Hyperloop with Dylan and Rowdy. Do you want to explain who Dylan and Rowdy are? Uh, so Dylan is a bull. Where is he from? Dylan Reynolds. Um, it's from over by Tucson or in Tucson. Yeah, he's a he's a bullfighter. Really good bullfighter. Um, yeah, Dylan's super handy. I got to fight with him in Tombstone. Yeah, that's what he was saying. Oh, uh, yeah. So did Cody. Escobedo. No way. Yeah. What were they saying? They were like, because I, I said, so, oh, I was on the phone with you when we were going to walk over to get something to eat and got off the phone and he was like, is that Garrett Haynes? And I said, yeah. He was, yeah. I, he said he wanted flat bulls. And I said, man, if you got your stuff, just jump on in. So. Nice. Um, and then Rowdy, Rowdy Howard, he's from, isn't he I, from? Like he's Douglas? from somewhere in Arizona. I think like somewhere, he's somewhere around Douglas. Yeah, yeah, that's what he said. He kept, yeah, he told me that like Douglas was his backyard rodeo. So, um, but Rowdy Howard, he's a <clears throat> pretty good bullfighter too. Uh, heck of a guy, funny as heck. He's funny as all get out. When I met Rowdy, I was at a uh, Broncran school in Lubbock, Texas, one of the Ace Ideals. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's for sure a character. <laughs> really good guy, <clears throat> and. uh yeah, Dylan, Rowdy, and I rode the Hyperloop. Uh, it was a last-minute choice. I never said it was the smartest choice I've ever made. But uh, thanks for one of that. I'll never forget. What's the Hyperloop? Is that the one that spins you around? And... Yeah, it's like, so it literally, it goes, it rocks back and forth enough to where it'll be straight up and down in the air as you're spinning. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> oh, I know what you're talking. Okay. I I thought I sent you the video on Snap Crap. No, you don't send me nothing. You Snapchat Jake all the time. I'm pretty sure I sent it to you too. But I mean, Jake was there. He could have gone with us, but he didn't because he was too busy getting booked out of hammocks. Getting booked out of hammocks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh man, it's you know when when you're have, trying to have a serious conversation with somebody like locked eye locked in, your eyes are locked in, your minds are locked in, and, almost like a podcast conversation, right? And then just something out of the ordinary happens, like I don't know, you you like breathe too goes off, or... yeah, like. Like if somebody you could hear somebody crush a can in a podcast or like somebody farts or claps or random you know, just weird. Uh that's exactly how this was. <laughs> um Pecus and Jake were talking about the sports medicine guy there in Las Cruces. And Mike. Yep. And I was sitting in a hammock as well. But the one I was in was tied correctly uh jake 
used a piece of baling twine to tie one end and uh, a living quarters window for the other end. Baling uh, twine? Yes. Hay string. I mean, I don't like I, this stuff's not made to hold a whole heap of weight. Especially somebody like Jake. Yeah, Jake's like, I mean, he's not big. No, right, yeah. Like, that, yeah that, but, like, when you're rock, so the way, where he tied that deal, it was on, like, a, it was it was a sharp, not a sharp, sharp edge, but enough to cut, you know, string, and he was rocking right. back and forth. So, I mean, I, I don't know if you know this, but, I mean, the way my brain works is sooner or later with enough pressure and movement, that will cut. Logically. And uh, I guess Jake didn't think that through. So they're in the middle of this conversation and I'm in this conversation. I'm like, man, that's awesome. You know, they're talking about how this guy's really good. And I'm like, man, that's pretty neat. I just out of nowhere, you just hear the, the twine break just tink. And then you hear Jake hit the ground so hard. <laughs> it is, oh, it was so funny when he hit. He hit the and he wasn't off the ground very high, maybe two foot. But when you're stretched out and not expecting it, yeah, it hurts. And uh, when he hit the ground, I mean, just all the air came out, and he <laughs> did it, like take his wind away or anything. Oh, dude, it knocked the air right out of him. <laughs> oh man! And I was laughing so hard. He was talking about his ankle being hurt, and then that. Just right on his back. And when I tell you that he took some time to get up, like he laid there for a second, maybe out of humiliation or hurt. I don't know, but I'm leaning more towards humiliation because it was just so funny. Oh, poor kid. Uh, he just, Jake can't catch a break. I feel like we can't. might have bagged on him a little bit too much. <laughs> yeah. In I feel, last episode. I, feel, I think we did. And, uh, but you know, it's just like he's just—he's the scab of all of our friends. He's just easy to pick on, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for that to happen, that—but that was before the rodeo, before the first day. That was the day he got there. He got oh, there man. Saturday at like two or three o'clock. This was way before pre-perf or anything. Yeah, he first started at like what six? Yeah. And we're just hanging out, and he goes out there and hurts himself, gets bucked out of a hammock. Oh, did he? He's too better than Bronco. Yeah. 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 Did you yeah. red one? No, unfortunately, no. He went over two, but uh, he—you could tell he was hurting, not because of the hammock, but his ankle. <laughs> oh. Um. It was. It's been giving him problems here right. recently, and so. Uh. Yeah, you could tell he was pretty pretty beat up about his ankle but i mean you got to give it to me roughed it out and got on two head right and 100%. they weren't they weren't easy buckers that for dang sure uh, so within this episode since it's episode kind of five or episode number five kind of feels special to me a little bit you know i didn't think we we're gonna get this far so um i feel like we should kind of explain our thought process of what and what went into it or how it started kind of deal. Um, kind of like the origin of where this come from? The the origin of the double av. 
That's what we're uh, gonna name this episode. The origin of the double app. Uh well <clears throat> I I wish I was lying when I when I'm say this, but it just started as two the both of us after a rodeo hanging out having a a, a brewski. Do you want to make it even funnier? Do you want to tell them what rodeo we were at? <laughs> yeah, we were at this Thursday night rodeo at XIT in Dalhart, Texas. Um, it was me, you, Sam, and who was that other guy? Brandon. Brandon, yep. And Brandon, he'd got on a wicked horse that night. Oh, man, just like, not even wicked rank, just dirty. Dirt, just a dirty, rotten curse word. <laughs> and uh, Sam got on uh, a really powerful bronc. Yeah, but that wasn't for like three days after. Was it Saturday? Yeah, the ranch bronc run was Saturday. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot. Me they and Brandon were just there for the Thursday night, which is the opening night of XIT, I believe. Yep, the um, first night. Uh, yeah, he, uh, man, he's going up against some, some heavy hitters that day. <laughs> uh, but he, I mean, yeah, I think it's, I mean, what still stands out to me is, well, at least you made it further than Isaac Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So I, I guess to elaborate a little bit, um, so Brandon was gunner out and, uh, me and Brandon stayed up for like two days talking, just watching videos of this horse, which probably really shouldn't have done. But yeah. like I was excited for him. Like horse is super good, been in the NFR. Um, like just take two big old swoops out there and kind of lines out circles around to the to uh, the right, to the left. Yeah, to the right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Left, right, it's all the same. It's, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> just <laughs> at, least, lift. at least if you're colorblind, right? Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> um, you know, Brandon comes hobbling back because he did get pile drove. Yeah, he did. I felt. I mean, it hurt yeah. me. It hurt me. <laughs> yeah, it was it was quite the watch. But Brandon came, he climbed the back of the buck and sheets, and me, Des, and Sam were just standing there, like still kind of in awe. Yeah, I mean, like... at least I was in awe, like. He started. Hey, how how really did he ride it. him? <laughs> yeah. Like B, ow. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then Isaac Diaz was second, or came out second after Brandon, and he like goes like three jumps and loses his pedals and double grabs. And I looked at him and I was like, Brandon, you're beating a dang NFR qualifier. <laughs> and I was like, what? No way. And I turns around and like. He looks and like whenever he looked back at us, he just grinning ear to ear. Yeah, it's it was like it was like Christmas morning for him. <laughs> and and uh, that was that was so funny. I will never forget that. <laughs> and then we sit there and we watch the rest of the Broncron, and Brandon was sitting third. And the whole way home, I was like, "Oh my God, Brandon, you're sitting third at XIT. How does it feel?" <laughs> And I, I think he was like sixty-five points or something like that. Yeah, um, he was. Yeah, he was on the lower end of like sixty. Like, I know that. Yeah, but yeah, that. <laughs> hey, at least you're beating Isaac Diaz. <laughs> and he sat 
third at XIT for for a day, you know. Yeah, that's and, uh, that's very he, impressive. He was pretty excited about that, for sure. Which fair enough. I mean, as excited as one can be, at least. I mean, yeah. But uh, you know, after the after the Bronkran ended, me Des and Sam go back to the car to grab a beer and. We're just sitting there talking, and I uh, like we were talking for a little while, like thirty, forty-five minutes, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We were there for a minute. I I ran out of cigarettes. That's how long we were talking. <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, uh, you want to start a podcast?" Yeah, and I think it's so. It was so nonchalant. Like it was just you and Sam were talking about something, and it just like clicked in my head. Yeah, you were just like, you jumped right to it. You said, hey, do you want to start a podcast? And I said, absolutely. Oh, come on. It wasn't that simple. You and Sam looked at each other kind of puzzled. and. Well, like, I mean, what? yeah, that's, that's, that's a, I mean, you got to be committed. And I think that I, it was a good idea. Because you and I both you... like to talk. I mean, we could talk to a brick wall if we wanted to. Right. I know. I mean, honestly, this far, like, I'm super happy. Like, I, I, we've gotten a lot of people listening, and I've really enjoyed recording these deals. And I, I just want to say thank you to everybody that listens. I mean, oh, absolutely. Like, that you don't know how much something so sporadic does to you like this, and then you get all the reviews and the feedback, and so it makes you feel a little better about yourself and. It makes me feel good that I can talk and somebody's not like, shut up. <laughs> right. And, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I want to say thank you to everybody listening. It means the world to me because um, you guys are listening to me. Who, you know, my mom didn't even listen to me. Mom still doesn't listen to me. She's not a fan of the lab. My, I, that, that's I, why I have to record in the garage now because I'm too loud. <laughs> uh, yeah. I tried to call my mom to tell her, like, hey, I'm over here, like, off the border, like, a mile away. And she goes, oh, that's cool. I don't care. I'm over here making fried pickles with with, uh, with your grandma. <laughs> like, oh, all right. Talk to you later. <laughs> right. Um, One thing I wanted to talk about in this episode, um, so one thing that I feel like, makes us a decent listen is like you know we bring the rodeo world but we shine a different light on it you know everyone talks about oh how the rodeos went but you know we we've talked about more of what actually goes on the drives the yeah oh yeah yeah the like fun having the you know the behind the scenes kind of exactly yeah so there's one group of people that um and we're actually going to have one on to an episode in the future so stay ready but i want to talk a little bit about rodeo moms oh yeah because them ladies them gals are just second to none they they're the ones that make rodeo happen for each and every one of us oh yeah i mean they are truly the heroes that don't get the recognition that they need they should right Um, so i'm gonna i'm gonna shout out my mom stacy 100 percent and she's you know, I I wouldn't be anywhere I am in the rodeo world without her. Um, and I'm not saying like rodeo dads aren't, you know, 
it's just different for like a, for for a mom, you know. Right. You know, they're they're putting their little their little baby in danger. But uh no, I I agree 100%. They are for sure the My mom was my I mean, she still is like my go-to. Um you know, she was taking me to rodeos and making sure that my grades were good so I could junior high rodeo and high school rodeo and um you know she just she always she was doing a lot driving me putting up with me for the most part <laughs> right I've gone hours with my mom she dang hauled me to Nebraska to go to a Bronco school one time right see and I've you know I've went to high school finals with my mom and she I know she hated the drive because I would not shut up and uh you know, and then they just the late night drives, the hospital visits and trips, the making sure you ate, just making sure you're insurance you, bills, right? Um, making sure you stay out of trouble. Yeah. So shout out to all the rodeo moms out there. Um, I don't know if we have very many rodeo moms that listen, but I want you guys to know that you you are you're oh, you're recognized. Sure. You're for recognized. Sure. And we, if it wasn't we, for them, you know, we we wouldn't get to do what we love if it wasn't for them. Right. I think each every rodeo mom like brings in all your friends and that's what I love the most about it. Like, you know, you have a pal that you've been traveling with and I don't know about you, but my mom has always brought him in and As their own, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I that's that means a lot. Especially when you're young, you know, you you see all that your your buddies every weekend, you know, high school, junior high rodeos, and then, right, and then like, you, they become family, and your mom accepts them as family, and that's that's pretty cool. Cooking out for them and just being a mom, just being a mom, but a rodeo mom, it's it's cooler. <laughs> it's 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 for sure different. Like, I I, it's a job I couldn't do. And my mom is probably the toughest woman on the planet for that because I put her through a lot of hell. Hands gave, down. Gave her a shit ton of headaches, some of that. Yeah. And, uh, headaches, heart attacks. Oh, yeah, heart attacks. Uh, you know, it got to the point where we were always in hospitals and she was like, you know, I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, for sure, just want to thank all the rodeo moms like, we see you, and we know what you're going. We don't know what you're going through, but it's a heavy toll, and uh, we appreciate you. We recognize that it's a heavy toll. <laughs> yeah. Well, For then, sure. what's next on your list, sir? Man, there. You know, I'm just excited for just more, more or less bronc riders. Um, we've had. A couple reach out to us for the school coming up in November, the 4th, 5th, and 6th in Boys Ranch, Triple Seven Rodeo Schools. If you don't know, now you know. Yeah, Be there. Be square, I guess. I'd like to say, um, you know, first off, I mean, we've talked about the Triple Seven schools quite a bit. Um, You know, obviously we're both relatively closely connected to it. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, like I'm family. Yeah, <laughs> you're a, and I'm, I'm one of, of the sponsor. main sponsors. Yeah, 
Um, <laughs> but we don't just shout it out for that. I mean, the Triple Seven Rodeo Schools, like I said, it's put on by a Pegasus winners. Um, his his go to coach is um, Roper Kisner for the Braun Crown, and hands down, like Roper knows his stuff, and oh, he's yeah. helped me in the Braun Crown. Like I've been riding Bronx for five six years, and I've I've out of the two that I've been to, I've learned at both of them, um, and that's just hanging out and helping and getting to be a part of an amazing school. Um, you know, you don't miss a meal. Great horses. You were known for our for so we didn't we didn't know this until the last well a couple weeks ago, but uh old Kentucky he called Pegasus and he was like, Man, I just want you to know like um you you guys do a phenomenal job. Everything's well organized and that this and that and just really appreciate it appreciating it and I was like Man, it's um, it's more stressful than you think. Like, right? And uh, but and what really made me feel really good is when, and a, a few people have said this that, um, you know, picking up all the pickup men. Like this last one was Todd Adams, a phenomenal pickup man. Works for Alan McCloy. Um, he even told me he said, uh, "You and Pecos, the way you guys work is just, you know, it's." phenomenal watching you guys pick up is pretty it's very cool to watch you guys pick up and so that made me feel really good like we're getting people saw us and i was like man i I was kind of wanting to throw up most of the day not gonna lie (laughs) (laughs) but it's it's really good to have that feedback and then of course all the kids saying what they say and then uh so we're i i think like I said, he's got 11 people signed up for the school already. Right. And I want to stress all – or not stress, but um, also on the bareback riding side, um, Pegasus Brothers instructor for that. Um, Brad's yeah, this heck of a hand. Dude. Um, I wasn't too sure if Brazos was going to make a good coach, if I'm being honest. Um, right. I, yeah. I hadn't spent as much time around him. Um, you know, I primarily spent more time around Pegasus. But the yeah. few times I met Brad, he's just super laid back and like. Cool. He's for sure like. Yeah. <laughs> so he's it's so funny because he's just real quiet. Exactly. Um, and so when Pecos asked him to be a coach for the first school uh, in April, there in Boys Ranch, he said, uh, "Yeah, I'll do it." But uh, you better have a lot of coffee because that guy. Me and him, we could sit there and drink coffee all day. Oh, easy. And that guy, I, you just can't. If you see him without a cup of coffee, you better go get him one. Yeah, um, I, was, I don't know how he surpri- survived Dumas. Yeah, I, yeah <laughs> I don't know. But see, that there in Dumas, his wife and his son were around him. So I think he kind of wasn't as hard because he is a hard ass. Like, straight up. <laughs> and... Uh, I remember, I mean, of course, he's my cousin, so we would always go to UPRA rodeos all over, like, Central Texas and South Texas. And he'd never – I in a million years, I'd never thought he'd have been a coach. And he is a phenomenal coach for the Bayback Ride. He's – I mean, he's just so hands-on. He'll 
sit there and watch over you as they're pulling Riggins. I mean, he just – for sure, one of the best coaches I've seen in in a, in a long time. And uh, not a man of many words, but it's kind of like I tell a lot of people when they ask me what I think about Brazos. Well, you know, he don't say much, but when he does, I damn sure listen, you know. Right. <laughs> and uh, he's uh, – for – for him still rodeoing and then taking the time out to coach and, you know, that, and then having a, a year, a one year old, you know, on top of that, like he's, he, he's balancing a lot in his hands and he, he's pretty camouflaged about all the situations about it. And so that's pretty neat to me. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited. Like, like that said, November 4th, 5th and 6th, um, you can get in contact with me, um, you know, through my Instagram at Garrett Haynes. You could reach out to the Double Ave podcast if you want to get into it. Um, we'll yeah. by golly get you in. You um, could reach or out to most me. Most importantly, you, yeah, you could reach out to Des. Um, also, Instagram, Facebook, um, Snapchat, whatever you got us on, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and then most importantly, Pecos. Yeah, yeah. If if you don't want to reach out to us because we're losers, not cool enough for you or whatnot, reach out to Pegasus Winners. Um, yet again, Instagram. Does he have an Facebook? Instagram? He does have an Instagram. Um, Instagram, Facebook, or also if you check out the Double Av Instagram, I did share a picture of the flyer. So it has the flyer, has the contact information. It breaks down the school. Uh, the best that it can, you know, it has, it talks about, or it includes the Robo Bronc, which I think is super cool. Um, yeah. you know, there's some schools that put you on a spur board and then a spur out horse and we, yeah, we, golly, we, we go, yeah, we go, I mean, we break it down to, and I think what is cool about it is we take all experience. Yes. Sir, nope. All experience. Um, almost all ages. Um, you yeah. know, I think it's essentially about 10 or 11 all the way up you know we we had at, in dumas there was an 11 year old um who i gave a bronc rein to uh he was super, him and his family were super cool yeah i think they're from oklahoma i think that's where he was where he said he was from i can't remember but i know who you're talking about um right he was the and youngest then, is he the youngest they all have had, or was pa- um, because at the first one in Boys Ranch, he also had Paxton Clark. I think Paxton was youngest, the youngest we've had so far. Um, it was, it was one or the two. They're they're both about the same. I, yeah, age. I think they're about the same, honestly. But uh, yeah, we welcome in eleven, just really whatever age. I think the oldest one we had was what sixty. That's what I was about to say. Um, there were a couple senior pro riders. I think, like you said, he was 60, somewhere in there. Yeah. And um, uh, we had, what, three or four? We had quite a few guys. There were two or three senior pro. Um, I think there were was one in the Bronco run and two in the bareback, I believe. Or that might have been flipped. Yeah. Um, but it, it was super cool. You know, a lot of the schools you go to, like the Ace High schools, it's, you know – most of the kids are in their prime age. Right, yeah, and they're going Which in. fair and... enough. <laughs> right, but the, for us, yeah, we uh, we cap it at – we. so what we were trying to do was cap it at 30 people last 
school there in Dumas, and I think we had like 33 or so, something like that. Or No, he was trying to cap the bronc riding at like 15. He was trying to cap the bronc riding at like 15, and they ended up getting 20-something. 22, I think. And, yeah. Uh, so, and uh, we try to cap it, but we for sure won't tell you no. Um, right. If we can't fit you in, we'll invite you to the next one, and we'll we uh we just won't refuse nobody. Yes, sir. And uh, like I said, we we take all experience. If you've never been on a bucking horse, we'll change that. So, if, or if you've yeah. been to the circuit finals and you just you just want to get on Bronx and nothing's clicking, you think, yeah, we'll put you on whatever we got not whatever i mean horses at your level yeah they you guys they they level it out i mean they they have all the horses they have horses for beginners they have horses that have been for people that have been on you know 50 100 head i think they have horses that you can just fine tune and really really figure it out click together yeah click together with yes sir then we've got the steers the steers Boys ranch steers, yeah. The they're they're not hooky by no means, but they will sure no. line a guy out. <laughs> <laughs> um, or also you could search Triple Seven Rodeo School on Facebook. I I forgot that they do have a Facebook just for that. Yeah, yeah, we're pretty um, pretty much everywhere, and uh, that was another success from the start and. Man, it's right. just it's just been phenomenal, and we're very blessed to to do that and help others. And then we get we get to you know buck horses, so we get the best of both worlds. I love bucking horses. Man, love talking bucking horses. It's <laughs> awesome. It's so awesome. <laughs> um, well, do you have anything new coming up? Any what rodeos you got coming up? I mean, obviously you got Boys Ranch in November, but yeah. Uh I think I'm not for sure if I'm gonna pick a few more up for the fall for Scott. I'm not really sure. Um, so kinda right now I'm as of right now I'm kinda like done for the year. Um until November. Yeah, until the school but like we'll buck horses here in Dalhart, practice horses. Right. For you know, like Brazos or Cody. Ooh, that's another thing I wanna say. Um, if you're not able to make one of the schools, um, yet again, reach out to us. Um, probably reach out more towards Daz and Pecos or the Triple Seven schools on Facebook. Um, and they'll, you know, if you know, say you're just a PRCA guy passing through, or um, oh yeah, yeah, we we for sure, you know, they'll run them up and they'll buck them for you. So don't be afraid to reach out. At all, um, like that's our favorite thing to do. If it, it's it's funny because when people, like, we've had a few guys, you know, say, "Hey, we want to buck horses," and then we buck horses, and they're like, "Man, well, I was kind of scared to ask you." And like, shit, no, this is the highlight of my day. This is what I want to do every day. If it was up to me, right? You know, no matter if it's raining, the wind's blowing, or it's blistering hot, we love bucking horses, and it's it's our drug. So that's. That's our, uh, that's our safe place, I guess. And yeah, we're not a, like, like Garrett said, if if you're just going through or 
you want to just mount out and get on some. Uh, like, yeah, movie. I should have clarified. You don't have to be a PRCA guy. Right, yeah. No, we've got bucket <laughs> horses at the house. We've got uh, – we got just, I mean, everything you wanted, you just get on bucking horses. Like, we've got, I think, 14 head. Um, We've got a few old horses that are just really old campaigners, that just true, honest, really good horses. Uh, We've got a bucking machine at uh, Pecos' parents' house, and just whatever you want, we kind of got it. Whatever you want, we can get it if we don't have it, I guess. Man, it's awesome. It's awesome. Where else can you go for that? Right. <laughs> right. And we'll feed you, too. Yeah, and I mean, it might be pancakes, but it'll be dang good pancakes. <laughs> and you get to hang out with me and Pegasus. Yeah. And, so, and, and November 4th, 5th, and 6th, me, Garrett Haynes. Desmonado will be there, and also you'll get an appearance from a Cowboy Jesus, Sam Prismal, yeah. Jake Herndon will be there. So our so two of our last guests will be there. Um, and then Wyatt was saying he might try to make it. Yeah, um, Cody Cochran will be there. Cody Cochran, we've talked about him a little bit. So you know, we're we're talking about we're gonna do a. Uh, a big episode while we're all there. We're, you know, it's going to be me, Sam, Des, Jake, um, Cody, and uh, we're just going to sit around and talk. So it's definitely going to be the least structured episode that we're going to have. Yeah, that for um, sure is going to be on the blue for real. But it, it's going to be. I think it's going to be a good episode. And no, it's it's not going to be a blooper. It's it, that I'm going to make that a full on episode. <laughs> uh, that, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I'm I'm it, already. I'm already excited for it. It's going to be like a boys ranch recap. I mean, mm. it might be a big old mess and might not work, but <laughs> right. Um, I got to test out this microphone sometime. Yeah. Well, if, I bet if you bought the right piece, it would help. Yeah. I uh, try to make the double av a little bit better. Got myself a microphone and everything and had to buy a connector for it. And I bought the wrong dang connector. That That's such you know? a typical thing though. Like, that happens well, it's more like than they, they all all the dang three letter names USB HD, HD, HDMI that's four though HDMI is four you know shut up okay all <laughs> them abbreviated names it's all the same stuff why can't it all just plug together yeah I don't know why they make it so complicated I mean I, I just want there's people the out there like me and you that just can't get it uh huh. And I want to go back to the, the name of the podcast on how we got the name. Yes, sir. Do you want to explain to everyone what the double av is? So the double av, it's double average. Um, it's a bronc term that those guys use to measure out their rain. It's a measurement in the bronc riding. It's double average of some, like you, when you start riding broncs, you don't just grab the hack rain. You got to have, a, every horse is different and you've got to measure your rain. Uh, you got to measure your lifties, bronc reins. Um, and a stock contractor will tell you, like, oh, X and two, or just average, double av. And uh, that's kind of, we oriented that to it. But also, it's just two 
just two average guys. Two average guys. And uh, I thought that was a pretty well-fitting name, and it was pretty cool. And uh, It's so hard to explain to somebody who's not really familiar with the bronc riding, like, what the double ab is. Because, like, like I was telling you but earlier to today. explain it a little bit more, like, it's, it's, so – Picture a hitchhiker sticking his thumb out where, you know, you're giving a thumbs up. It's two thumbs up stuck together, and that's the double lab. Right. It's like you, almost you, the highest amount of rain that you could give a horse. And if, if a horse takes a double lab, then it's it's going to be fun, boys. <laughs> that sucker is going to be hard to pick up is what it means for me. <laughs> that's a well, That ain't my problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know it ain't. Um, but, yeah, you just both your fingernails together and double lab and – you take that, set your feet. Well, you take that, nod your head, set your feet, lift. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, that boys. that was a pretty well-fitting name, and I like it. Thank you. Thank you. And what it did, like, I, I just want people to know, this didn't take long at all for us to figure, like, to, to just come up with. Like, it didn't take us a month. This wasn't just set out. It was just like, hey, you want to do this? Yeah. And then the next Yeah, week, no, no. We, <laughs> I asked you if you wanted to do it. And then not not even five days later, we were recording episode number one. Yeah, I think it was like – so that was a Thursday. I think it was like that Monday or Tuesday. Man. Crazy. We've come a long way. Only if they could see me now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. But uh, – no, I'm I'm excited for our future guests in the future. Uh, like Garrett said, just be on the lookout, and uh, it's gonna be. So, does do you want to talk future guests, or do you want to talk about our past guests? We can talk about our past uh, past guests. So we had first we had old Cowboy Jesus, Sam Priswell. He's a uh, pretzel. That boy. was a fun episode. Yeah, pretzel. Um. Yeah. It was, man. It it was kind of all over the place. Not as bad as Jake's. No, Jake's was really we. Well, it so, wasn't bad, but it was uh, no. like it. We never had like a. a we never talked a about structure. something. You're right, right. Jake's. A foundation, um, but Sam, he uh, cowboy. I can't call him Sam. It's just not the same. I gotta call him <laughs> Cowboy Jesus. Uh, he was he was really fun to have, and I'm excited to see him in November. Um, and I want to see him make the pickup, man. I don't know. I mean, he's a huge dude, so not like round, but tall, and I'm not. So <laughs> I really hope if he makes the pickup, man, he's gonna pick somebody. He's gonna make the pickup, man. It's gonna be great. Yeah, he's gonna make the pickup, man, for sure. If he don't, well, we'll make him. Yeah, Sam, he's not a ranch bronc rider. You know why? Because he's going to be a bronc rider. Nothing against ranch bronc riding. It's just bronc riding is more fancy, just flashier. It's cooler. It's, yeah. We don't need two hands. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> that is true. Oh, man. At the end, uh, you know, like you said, we went into Jake. Jake, Jake that, I. That was a fun episode as well. It was. Jake Herndon. Um, Pancake super Jake. Super last minute. Pancake Jake. Yeah, Dumas um, Disaster. Super last minute. Um, I think I reached out to Jake. I reached out to Desmond. 
said, hey, let's record a pod. Let's record an episode. And he's like, cool. Who, who are you going to have on? I was like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I called up Jake. And then both, all within 10 minutes of each other, we were sitting down having a podcast together. Yeah. Uh, Jake was meal prepping. Yeah, Jake was literally using the microwave whenever I set it all up, yeah. meal prepping. Um, the old pancake Jake. I've got to figure out something to call him now since he got bucked out of a hammock. No, nothing can beat pancake Jake. It's see. It so goes. this, so this, the school in November. I don't think he'll eat a burrito. Oh man, Jake's not going to touch any burritos. <laughs> and if he does, I'm gonna give him shit. I'm just gonna be like, "Are you sure you want to eat that, Jake?" I will be sure and let him know. Like, don't take any food home. <laughs> Do you remember the Dumas disaster? <laughs> well, no, I think he learned it. I don't think he's gonna bring anything home. That's good because you know, see, like we put him on, and I still don't take nothing home. I gotta take like the bucking horses and all that, but I don't take the food home because I know what it went through. That it's been sitting outside yeah, all day. Right, right. Rain, heat. Oh, man. It was hot. It was a humid sucker, wasn't it? Oh, man. It didn't help that we went to the... We painted the town till four in the morning. <laughs> Whose fault was that? It was ours. It wasn't just mine. It was ours. Well, I mean, I, we, I mean painting the town was our idea. Staying out to 4 a.m. was your idea. That was more of mine, yeah. But I don't think I'm sorry because it made for a cool story. I agree. Uh, it was fun. I, I don't regret any of it. Me neither. Me neither. Um, I think Dusty followed me on Snapchat or Instagram the other day. Frazier? Uh, I don't know the one that was there. Yeah. Sounds right. Yeah. With a mustache? Yeah. Real punchy. Shout shoulder. out Dusty Frazier. Yeah. Yeah, he used to ride Bronx too. He's a really good Bronx rider. Yeah, in high school. He's really good. Been a long time since I've uh, it's been it's been a while since I've seen him and then what are the odds, you know, trying to cross the street at a bar and he hollers my name. Yeah, he's like Desmond. (laughs) (laughs) See, I'm so But that was all night long. Yeah, I was gonna say I got recognized a lot. I was like, man, this guy. But I mean, I'm the same way around home. Right. Yeah. You know. But you know, you don't. You don't. Ex- ex- I didn't expect it. Uh, but man, it was. Yeah. I, I felt pretty popular, but deep down, I'm a loser. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, you're not a loser, Des. It's all right. <laughs> well, thanks, man. Makes me feel a little <laughs> better. But uh, then the last podcast that we had. Let's get back on track, Gary. Um, last podcast was Ryan Healy, uh, just a heck of a guy, uh, podcast was really good. I thought learned a lot about him and then I got to see him uh, a couple of days after that. Then Douglas, Arizona picked him up and he gave me shit about it. And you, know, <laughs> you make it's, it's weird how you make friends, uh, that way, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Right, I was I was talking to Brian, and he had said that I like hated like as soon as he'd seen you, he recognized you. See, yeah, and I didn't see him until uh, so that 
so the way they did it in Douglas is they had two bear, two bareback riders, and I think they bucked four saddle bronc riders like in the first section, and then the rest in the second. Right. And uh, I, Wyatt was in the first section, and uh, so Brian was standing right next to him, of course, and I seen him, and he just looked at me, and I was like. I that's Brian. <laughs> I know it's Brian. <laughs> and then he gets on and uh, he goes out there, rides a wounded knee, and uh, I go to him and he's like, "Well, come on, Des." And I tuck. That'll always stick out in my head. That's how we 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 met. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it a shake of a hand or? I mean, no, we didn't... met through a podcast over right. the phone. Yeah, and then uh, we shook hands. Sunday, um, uh-huh. before the perf started on Sunday, and uh, that's when he shook my hand. But uh, yeah, I picked him up the first day, and so that's how we kind of met. It was uh, bronc riding, a hell of a way to meet a guy. I mean, it's fitting, so yeah, that it's was pretty, pretty exciting. So yeah, Brian Huey. I I just I don't know. I really enjoy a lot of his work. You know, the silversmithing and yeah, metalwork you know, and for sure. I'm gonna have to get a. I think I'm gonna get a. Like a, a cowboy a skull smoking a cigarette with a mustache and sunglasses. Like um, for your like a hat pin. No, for like a pennant. Like that goes around my neck. Like, oh, that'd be pretty slick. Yeah, I, he doesn't know that yet. So, Brian, if you're listening, it's kind of what I want. <laughs> <laughs> See if he could get an idea off of that. Yeah, but uh, no, I, I, uh, he had followed me on Instagram, and I was looking at his uh, Silversmith page, and that dude is jam up. So, <laughs> pretty good. That's that's crazy how a person can have that skill. You know, like that's crazy to me. Yeah, right? And then I think it's kind of cool, like, you know, most kids, whenever you go to college, like, get a a business degree or financing degree or, you you know, like, there's so much degrees degree options out there. Um, Yeah. But then there's Tucumcari. um, Tucumcari, New Mexico. Matt Hughes is a rodeo coach. Super cool guy. Um, I I like the heck out of Matt. Um, But that school, they – I mean, they offer a lot of the traditional schooling and stuff, but it's it's a, like a community college or a two-year college. And, uh, you know, they that's what they offer. They offer metalwork and silversmithing and um, wind turbine technology and, like, just kind of stuff that's a little bit peculiar which, that you don't see at every college, which I think is really cool. Yeah, for sure. Pretty cool, to me, anyways. And if I was to go to college in Tucum Carry, that's what I'd do. Oh, hands down. Because I'm too dumb to do anything else. I'm too scared to climb a wind turbine. See, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not afraid of heights. I'm not afraid of heights either. But like, I don't. I don't know. Like, I'm not afraid of heights. It's just this: the sudden stop at the bottom. That's what I'm scared of. <laughs> Well, so here's – tell me if this is weird. I don't have a problem with heights, you know, ladders, rides, any of it. I I don't have – you know, 
I love going up. Coming down is what gets me. No, yeah, I, I see. I'm not a I big like... fan of going down ladders. Really? Huh. I don't know. I mean, that is kind of weird. Thanks for being honest. Because I mean, why why would you go up a ladder if you don't if you don't like the what I goes mean, up must I come don't have down. A problem with it. <laughs> it's just like you know you gotta you gotta straddle one leg over, make sure it got a solid base, and straddle the other leg over, make sure you got a solid base, and start climbing. What I don't like is um, like if because if you know. Pecus winners, he doesn't buy anything like good quality, I guess. Everything's made in China. Everything's made in a garage in Taiwan. Oh. <laughs> and uh, it doesn't even deserve the Chinese stamp of approval. No. And so he bought me a wooden ladder to weld. I had to, needed a wood I needed a ladder to weld his twelve foot overheads. First day I go to use them. Welding, I've got my headphones in. You know, I'm minding my business. I, I think I got like Mariah Carey going through my headphones. You know, I'm just getting it. And I break a freaking step. I mean, that's better than it than catching on fire. That is true. That's another hazard I had to deal with. But I, so I'm five six. And I'm 12 foot in the air on this wooden ladder that, like, Ching Lang built in his garage. And I break this freaking step. Mind you, I'm not worried about the freaking ladder. I'm like, you know what's going to do its job? I got to get this piece of pipe welded up. Well, what goes up must come down. So I got, I, I went down, not on my terms. And I hit the ground so hard. Um, it didn't knock the air out of me. I thought it did. But what I landed, I landed on my Yeti cooler with my shoulder first, my bad shoulder. So I get up, make sure my cooler's all right. Make sure, make that sure my cooler's all right. <laughs> you know, because they're like built for bears or whatnot. And... Uh, I look at the ladder, I'm like, well, that's discouraging. It broke, so got to find another way to get up there and weld. So I go to moving stuff around, trying to build me a step, and then I realize my shoulder's out of place. <laughs> and then I freaking broke my headphones, man. It was a bad day. It was a bad day, so me and ladders. What were you more hurt about, the shoulder being out or your headphones breaking? My headphones, they're pretty damn expensive. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, come on. How, how are you going to podcast if you don't have headphones? Because I'm using the iPhone headphones. I had Beat, like the Beats. Oh, those yeah, were I was, I was trying out earlier. Yeah, I had those. Freaking ripped one of the little wires. Really ticks Sad a guy day. off. Sad day. But I don't know. I think I may get AirPods. Like, I don't know. Never had them. This is my first pair. I I got them for Christmas. Not even gonna lie. <laughs> um, Do you like them? Do you like them? Man, they're so nifty. Like no matter really? what I'm doing, I've I've put them through the ringer. A like washer, dryer, simple stuff like that. Oh no, but kidding. like 
I've gone out and ridden some colts with them, and, like, they do not fall out. Like, that was my biggest concern. I was like, man, I ain't going to be able to use these for, like, sitting at the office or, you know, doing something. But I've gone, gotten on some boogery suckers, and they they do not come out. See, that's my – like, with these iPhone headphones, like, I don't know. My, I don't know. I'm pretty self-conscious about my ears. I'm conscious about my head. That's why you don't see me without a hat ever. Word. Dude, yeah, that's why I'm growing a mullet. <laughs> <laughs> Let's grow but, our hair out. Dude, I'm I'm doing it. Like <laughs> I I tried DMing old Billy Ray Cyrus on Twitter the other day. Like then I was threatening him. I was like, boy, you better watch out. Your Yankee break your heart's about to see my mullet, you know. But it didn't go through and I lost service. <laughs> You could resend so, it. So lucky him. Yeah, I could. I could. But uh, <laughs> my deal was, like, they always fall out with me. But it may be because, like, I move my head a lot. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no. I, like, I, I stand by the Apple headphones. So uh, do you have, like, the – which one is – because isn't there, like, 12 different kinds? I think there's three. Um, I, I have the, the OGs. Oh, the you OGs. Do. Yeah. 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 I, I've, I've never really been a big fan of like the rubber grippy thingies. Yeah, me neither. Um, in my ears, they just, they don't sit right. Or they always fall out and. Yeah. No, I can see that for sure. So I, uh, I got the OGs there. Um. You wear them all the time. <laughs> Dude, yeah, just about. Like, I, I never wanted to be one of them people that are walking around, like, Walmart talking on the phone <laughs> with my damn headphones in. But that's, but that's what you were doing. Yeah, you were doing that today on the phone with me. No, I was not in Walmart when I was on the phone with you. I was driving home. I was driving to Walmart. Oh, see, but you had your, 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 pod, your AirPods in. Shit, I did. <laughs> it, it drives <laughs> it drives my mom and them crazy because like I'll just be sitting around my phone will be in my pocket but I'm talking so it looks like I'm talking to myself and it, <laughs> <laughs> they're like what if why the heck is Garrett talking to himself and I'm like I'm on the phone yeah see that's how it, so I had an Apple Watch for a while and Ooh, that's kind of <laughs> Well, I, no, it was only like the series four or five, something like that. <laughs> and uh, more than I've I ever had. Well, it was way too much than I should have ever had. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, you know, it got to where somebody called me and answered with my watch. So I'd look, I'd look like a freaking FBI agent walking around talking to this <laughs> talking watch. Talking to your wrist. Yeah, and people were like. This kid is definitely on something that you can't get at Target. <laughs> and so, uh, I heck, I had that thing for a while, um, but I and I went through like I had it for not even eight months, and I went through th- three screens on it. I was pretty hard on Holy it. Holy cow! Yeah, and uh, finally, I gave it to uh, Brazos's wife, Rachel. Because for the most part, I got tired of it. Because when I would weld, it'd be in the way of my wrist because I weld left-handed. Right. But I'm right-handed, but I weld left-handed. So 
I'd always keep my that like, watch you on my stick with your left hand. Yeah. Huh. I, I don't know. It's just weird. I can, I can write right handed. I'm ambidextrous. Ambidextrous. Whatever. Uh, that's what I am. And uh, so it would always get in the way of my wrist. So I oh, I got to the point where I wouldn't wear it. And she's always wanted one. Rachel, uh, Brazos' wife, has always wanted one. And one day I overheard her say it, and I was like, well, shoot, I've got it this just one. It so happened. And she was like, well, you know, I, I'll buy it from you. And I was like, well, look, I'll tell you this. I spent a lot of money on this screen, and I'll give it to you because we're family. And she goes, no, you don't have to do it. And she tried to pay me, and I was like, you're doing me a huge favor because I, I don't know how to work it. I just know how to answer phones or the you know the calls and change my music. That's it. So she's got it and she uses it every day. I didn't. Yes, I just. She does. Really... You know, I'm a, yeah, I'm a good caring person. Uh-huh. Uh So I'm gonna uh, kind of give a glimpse into what our next few weeks look like with the double lab. I'm excited. Um, I'm excited for it, honestly. I'm really. excited. I'm really excited too. Um, next week we're gonna have Maverick McWilliams. Um, he's actually, if everything works out right, I'll be live with him um, in person. Des, you're still gonna be over the phone. Sorry about it. No, it's all it's all good. Unless, unless you want to take a trip, you know, just come on down. I could. We could test out the microphone. Come on. What what day is that? Monday the Charlie Monday. 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 So we're gonna we'll record it Monday. It'll, since we're recording this one today on Wednesday, um it'll either hit the market Tuesday or Wednesday. Haven't decided yet. If you guys ain't noticed, we're not on a schedule. At um, all. At all. It it's just whenever we're feeling it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um so that's gonna be super fun. Maverick McWilliams, he's a Comedian out of Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Um, but he graduated from Moriarty, which is also where I graduated. So, I, you know, we're, we relatively know each other. <laughs> the TikToks are what gets and me. Don't be afraid to look up Maverick on TikTok, you know, you, in, in preparation. Um, what is Maverick's TikTok? I think it's Maverick. Maverick. Yeah, Maverick McWilliams, I think. I did watch the one where about your gear bag. Oh, what happened? Hang on. Back, backtrack. I wanted to open TikTok to see if I could pull it up. And it, <laughs> it did not work. <laughs> oh, that was a big goof on my part. Sorry about the silence. But, uh, so what were you saying? I did watch the TikTok where, with your gear bag in it. Yeah, he's he was you know if being a comedian wasn't enough, he's also a heck of a leather worker. Um, like yeah, he made my gear bag. Yeah, I, I think I think I liked it because I couldn't tell what colors it was, but <laughs> I did like the inside of it. Yeah, so that's that's one thing I've never seen. So I mean, it's it's kind of like a it's darker than a maroon red. It matches my shafts for the most part. And the gray, 
Um, basic, I know. Don't yell at me. Dude, I can't even see but, what the color you just said. I can, I can spell it and read it, but I can't see it. But yeah, he he put a liner on it, which I've never never seen. I like it. Um, I got skeletons in an old saloon, which is pretty dang cool. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. I think so and, his Instagram, yes, sir. Uh, just the way like that TikTok. <laughs> what a salesman! Oh, he. I'll tell you, you what, if I was a snowman, I would buy a heater from him. Mm. I do have to say so myself. <laughs> uh, Maverick's Instagram is Maverick underscore McWilliams. We'll have him on next week. Really excited for that. We're no longer uploading bi-weekly. We decided that we're going to try to upload weekly. Um, we just we couldn't hear enough of ourselves. Yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, we just do so much in in a week that it's got to be shared. Right. I mean, between the rodeo weekends, the water trucks, the it's just it's all fun and it's yeah. The I don't know about the water deal. <laughs> like, Especially, why talk on the phone when you can record it and put it out for the people? Exactly. And I do want to. I'm I'm really glad you you say like my you try to throw in my job right there. I just really want, like, I'm so sick and tired of blowing tires. So, if there's a tire company out there listening, please, please reach out to me. Hey, there's am, that Double H Tires. Reach out to them. I am tired of tires. If you see, what, <laughs> see what I did there? Uh, I did, but no, Double H Tire Company. They uh, they sponsor a bunch of rodeo athletes. My that's what I need. That's that's what I need. I'm tired. Of doing it my damn self, <laughs> dude. I, mean, I don't. I don't know if they'll replace. I don't know if like. I, I don't know how it works. <laughs> I don't know. I, so many people tell me like, dude, you are. You keep a tire business in business, and it's not a crown I want to wear. <laughs> and gosh dang, it's not only are they expensive anymore, but gee, it's just. The every weekend, I have <laughs> at least I, two. I I have a toxic trait about me, where like I will patch a tire until it cannot be patched anymore. Oh. Like on my Bu on my Buick, and it's still rolling on the same tire right now. <laughs> um, I sold it, but it's still rolling on the same tire. I just seen it the other day. Um, but I like it. That dang thing has like seven patches in it right now. Whenever I got rid of it? Yeah. So what I do is... Um, I just... I don't know what I do different than everybody else. It's something. It's something. I don't know. But, like, I had two blowouts on the living quarters this weekend. Then I had two blowouts last weekend and don't come and from Duncan um so yeah me and tires we were just tired of tires <laughs> and it's not like tires. I don't know how to maintain tires because I do it's just I I must be living wrong or doing something wrong <laughs> you need to get closer to Jesus <laughs> I pray every time I like I see a bad tire I pray I'm like this this sucker better make it. 
And what happens? <sighs> well, I'm like, most of the time, I'm like, last stretch of a trip. Cruising. I've got like, you know, freaking the double lab going through the radio, just not caring, eating goldfish. And then boom. <laughs> boom. It's blown. So yeah, so the last one I'm like so I got home at like six forty five Monday morning. Hey on Sam. Or hey on Des. I'd like to point out I just brought in Mr. Sam Cowboy Jesus. Hey gents. Hey. Hey on Sam. Des is in the middle of the story. Oh my bad. No, it's all good, Sam. It's been a long time. Yeah, uh, buddy, how are you? Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I can't say it's uh, better than I deserve. That's what I can say. Um, Josh, uh, what finish was, up your story. What tires. Was I oh. tires. Oh, yeah. What was I saying about tires? I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> that sums it up. That's that's good enough. Yeah, I figured, you know, we're we're in the last... 20 30 minutes um of this episode um and who better to bring in you know we we recap about him a little bit um than mr sam cowboy jesus i'm sorry des you didn't answer your phone i sent you a text message oh because my phone's on do not disturb and we're, well, I'm, I'm glad it works <laughs> no you you didn't send me a text it just says you sent me a tracking number oh yeah i didn't mean to send that one what but, delivered, if you wanted to know. Well, I'm, <laughs> okay, well, I swore I sent you a text. Well, but anyway, um, Sam, what's up? It, hang on, hang on. In my head, I figured, you know, we're, I, I got this idea whenever we were talking about uh, Boys Ranch and the upcoming school, and um, I texted Sam, and here we are. Yeah, Sam, what's up? Nothing much, man. I got my first. I don't know if I sent you that text because I was still pretty out of it. I had my first adventure getting knocked out in the arena on Friday. So yeah, that you was did. Pretty fun for me. You yeah, did. man. You did tell me that. Uh, you, uh, where were you? I was Alamo in a terror camp in old Alamo. Oh, okay. Yeah, you did text me on Snapchat and so say, yeah, yeah, got KO'd. And it, I was, I, so I'm not very good with like, um, the slang, but KO'd, I was like, what's KO'd mean? <laughs> and then, so, I was like, F out. Yeah, I was like, oh, he, he took a nap. Okay. And to make yeah. everything better, so Casey was popping, la- Casey, my little brother, rank sauce leather, we've shouted him out on the last uh, couple episodes, but heck of a hand. He's, Casey did, uh, works leather really well as well. But, so Casey was popping lashes. And the last time he popped lashes for a Broncran was just in my buddy's backyard. I'd gotten kicked in the head. So this was his first time popping lashes for the Broncran since then. Oh, so Sam. he's not allowed to anymore. Yeah, so Casey. That's what I'm hearing. He's not allowed to pop lashes. He's scared to. Poor yeah, kid. I think, yeah, I think Casey just needs to ride bulls and do leather work. <laughs> yeah. He's a well, jam-up bull rider, too. You forgot to mention that. Yeah, he, he is a jam-up bull rider, bull rider man. Yeah, he got on a pretty good one. Heck of a uh, hand with that that yeah. tooling. I'm excited for my belt. Underscore Casey Haynes is his Instagram. Um, 
for his private account or his main account. Um, be sure to check him out. He is a pretty handy little bull rider, but Rank Sauce Leather Co. on the Instagram. What can I say? But yeah, he. I don't think he's ever going to pull up a latch or a bucking horse again. Gosh dang. Yeah, man. That is crazy. Like, you know, a lot of people say, like, are rodeo athletes superstitious? And the only one that everybody says is don't put a hat on the bed. That's the only one I follow. Casey does not believe in that. Really? Oh, man. No. Yeah. No. I, no I'm a fir- I stand by that. Like, I follow that religiously. Religiously. Hands down. He he won't wear yellow to the rodeo, which that one I don't believe in. I, I, I'm a big fan of the color yellow. <laughs> I can't see it, so. <laughs> he he might have already worn it, just didn't know. I I've worn it for Scott, but uh, it was funny because we picked up a like an all rough stock deal for Scott, and I looked at Pecos and I was like, "Why are we wearing gray?" <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, the yellow I'm not superstitious about because for one I can't see it, so why would I be scared of something I can't see? Uh huh. Um, I then, you know, back, let's get a little bit back on track. Um, Jacob Todicini will be on for another episode. Um, he's an announcer, bareback rider, bull hand. He's a jack of all trades. Um, he's made a the buffalo INFR. Rider. He's a buffalo rider. Yes. Well, that's right. I heard that. Um, so that'll be a super exciting episode. And then I do believe the week after Boys Ranch is when we're going to do it. The week after the Triple Seven School at Boys Ranch. So I don't, I don't know when that'd be. The week after the fourth, fifth, and sixth, um, we'll have Cody Cockrum on, um, who we've talked about a handful of times on here. Yes, and I know Cody's listening. So hi, Cody. Hello, Cody. Um, yeah, I'm excited uh, for Jacob. Because uh, I, I just wanted to – I've never been on a Buffalo, so I just want to know. I got, I got a, 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 I guess, a shit ton of questions about the Buffalo riding. That's one that I've always wanted to enter. They do it during the Gallup ceremonial review. Dude, and see what, what really – so I've wanted to do it for a while since going to Gallup. But what right. inspired me the most was seeing Derek Begay get on a freaking Buffalo. Oh, right. I think that was the same year that Jacob did. I could be wrong. Really? No. Like, Dude, quote me on it, but <laughs> that was like that was the the new life for Dez. Was like, dude, sc- hang your rope up, go ride Buffalo, and to top it off. Sam, you've met Jacob, whether you know it or not. Jacob was the um, announcer in Bernalillo. Oh, see, that's another one I got hit in the head pretty hard on, so <laughs> I think I do remember. I do remember a little bit, but yeah, I see. I have a bad habit of falling a lot, and so luckily there's not much up there to damage. But what little is up there is starting to get a little hurting. But yes, I do remember meeting him. Yeah, I'm excited. And, uh, who else do we got lined up? Was that for the most part it this far? Yeah, we've got Maverick, Jacob, and then Cody. Um... And then our big group episode at the boys' ranch. You with everybody. Which, I'm excited for that school. I am stoked. Yeah, it's – you know, the, so, like, the first one I was very excited about, but also nervous. 
And then Dumas, I was like, I was pretty stoked about Dumas because uh, we were using Charlie Thompson's horses. Oh, that was the first time I met Charlie. That was awesome. He's a heck of a guy. Dude, he's a prison guard at eight, like 70 something years old. He's a prison guard. Really? No. Yes. I was shocked that he was just sitting back there playing an horse. I just seen this little Mr. Magoo looking. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like he's a, a prison guard there in Lubbock, Texas. He works at one of the facilities there. And Of all places to be a oh, prison guard. Right? Yeah. Like that town is just a prison. You had a little work at a prison F in that town. That. And uh, yeah, he's a prison. He's a, I, like he's pretty high up in the prison. Like he's one of the main CO, like correctional officers. And uh, huh. I've known him for a long time. Uh, I used to get on some of his bulls down in Lubbock uh, and notice how I said, get on. <laughs> uh, he did have some buckers. And he still he's always ha- been in the buck and horse deal. And his horses are phenomenal, even if cold. Yeah. And so I was pretty excited to pick up his horses for the first time in my life because I've seen him always buck his, his entire breeding. But uh, – for me to finally pick him up, that was pretty cool. And uh, so I was pretty excited about that. But this one, I'm more excited because not only are, like, is it everybody that I know or we know, they're all coming to it, but it's going to be like like a reunion from the first one, I guess. Right. And it's going to be well, it's going to be organized better. <laughs> than the first one. Right. It, it won't be like Pecos asking me like, hey, so what horse are you going to ride as we're walking into the arena? Like, what horse are you going to ride? Like, was it, I, I don't know. Hopefully one with four legs. <laughs> uh, well, Sam, what have you been up to the past? You know, it's been a month since we've talked. Yeah, I know. Uh, I had that ride. I can't remember now. It's all starting to run together. Did I, would, did I already do that ride there in Deming? Or, uh, sorry, Lordsburg. Lordsburg. No, sir. No, no you le- were. So we had talked the week after Bernalillo. Okay, okay. So, yeah, I was fixing to go to Lordsburg. That was a good one. Uh, that's when I realized the Lordsburg shoots are not what you would call fat boy friendly because I was having some issues getting my feet there in the stirrups. And, yeah, he did but, talk about that one. I guess so. Did he? Yeah, pretty sure. No. We had talked buck and shoots with uh, Brian last week. Because so the the way that I remember is because me and Sam tried to do that solo episode with him and I. Oh. Um, which I got a microphone now, Sam. We could have done it. Wow. Well, that would yeah. be cool. That would have been yeah. that'd have been snazzy official. Well, but he got if, if you go back and listen to this episode, um, I'm not using it right now because he bought the wrong damn piece. Had a boy, had a boy. So you got a, we got a microphone, but just can't use it. Genius. Yeah, I needed I needed a USB to Lightning, not an HDMI to Lightning, and I bought an HDMI to Lightning. It's it's big old USB HDMI UFO same shit. <laughs> There you go. But, um, so him and I tried to do that solo episode. You were in church, Seth. Yeah, I was, uh, yeah. That's where I needed to be that day. 
So maybe we all, maybe me and Sam need to find Jesus, and Dad's got to figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. I found him. You know, like he works in mysterious ways, so he just popped up in this podcast. It's crazy how that works. Yeah, yeah. I know the cowboy Jesus. You bet. Yeah, it's <laughs> weird. Like I can't even call you Sam because it just doesn't sound right. You know what's funny is my friends that are listening to the podcast. You know, I have a bunch of guys I used to day work with at West Texas and stuff, and they always knew me as El Pinche Sam. Yeah. So they called me up. So what are you, Cowboy Jesus now? It's like, it's just given to me, man, and it flows. I, it, I like El Pinche Sam as before. This is now. Cowboy yeah, Jesus like very fitting. I was going to say that, Garrett. You took that from me. <laughs> you, you took that from me. <laughs> you took that from me. That's, that's copyright right there. <laughs> man garrett i scared the crap out of Dez the other day i put my uh, i was going to the gym so i put my hair up and i sent him a picture that i did it i finally cut it all off he says you are no longer cowboy jesus <laughs> i think i told you that Garrett. i think I, yeah i was like dude he cut his hair what the hell <laughs> i was i was upset i was like are you serious and then you're like, just kidding, it's in a bun. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. That's almost worse. Yeah, like you you, no, you man, were better like, off. You, so what you're saying is you had a man bun. No, I did not have a man bun. I did not. I just had it. Are you up, a man? Like, uh, yes. Yeah, did, was it in a bun? No, it was in a ponytail, damn it. <laughs> That's even worse. Oh man! Like I, in my defense, like I was at the gym, I was doing legs that day. And like when I hit the squat rack. It just pulls on it, and I just—I I ain't about. I, you know, I'm pretty vanilla about stuff. I'm not a big fan of it. You, you know, said so pretty it up, vanilla. Of, yeah, I don't like my hair pulled. You know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. So yeah, I can see that getting your hair pulled is. Uh, I don't know. This is. I don't have as much hair as you do on the top of your head. But yeah, I can see that being a problem. Yeah. Yeah. So so right, so. Yes, sir. Yes. So at this school, are you going to wear sandals and like a big white? I might travel up there with it. I might travel up in some sandals and a big robe, you know. If you do, and, and have I, my promise, hat. I promise you, you're going to have to baptize me there. We'll get you we'll get a keystone and baptize you. Yes, the holy water, if you will. The holy water. <laughs> you know. And the in, in, the, in the name of the cowboy, the keystone of the Copenhagen. You oh, know. if you bet, you can't oh, leave out the Marlboro. You can't. And yeah, the Marlboro. You... Yeah, that's. See, so what was weird about Douglas is, so it's college rodeo, right? And so, I, I don't even look like a college kid. I look like a kid that's still in, like a junior in high school. And so I sit there and light a cigarette during the perf. But I wasn't in the arena. I was outside. I think they were like on the breakaway or something. You know how many people just looked at me? They were like, you know, I, I, in their heads, it, I was willing to bet they were like, yeah, this kid's like like at least 16. Uh-huh. Don't you know, I don't even think it's the looks because I'll walk around campus and I'll smoke a cigarette on my way to class or something and I get the weirdest looks about it. So it might not even just be that. Just the college people aren't aren't very savvy about the the ways of the Marlboro. Yeah, like well, I don't know. To... So if you if you listen to this episode, Sam, 
we talked about how Douglas, Arizona's college radio gets one of the crowds that you will ever see. Yeah, for sure. Really? Really, really. It's believe it or not, Alamo had a pretty good crowd. Oh, I believe it. Alamo Gordo is always pretty good. Um, Richard Hodges has that. It was a good crowd. I remember old Chan Chan, the bullfighting man, was getting me up. And he says, you, you got to wave at them or something. Because this old boy, before I hopped on, he gets bucked off. And his head hits that pipe rail fence. Oh, my dad was telling me about that. Out. Out. So like spasming on the out there in the arena, carried out on the stretcher. I mean, KO'd lights out. Holy cow. So Chandler sitting there is like, yeah, man, you got to. And he decided to still nod your head? Yeah, that was the weirdest part, man. Like, I was the last ride. It was a ride right before me. Mine, it was done at the Bronc Ride. I looked at it as like, ah, I think these people might have seen enough Bronc Riding for the night. <laughs> but then again, I did already pay. <laughs> you can already pay. But he's getting me up. He's like, wave at the crowd. Do something. I think we're all pretty scared. Two guys getting knocked out back to back. Man, I waved, and it's like I, it's like I rode for eight seconds. Like they all went wild. It's like that's cool. That's a that's the biggest that's the biggest applause I've ever gotten. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's who else I'm going to try to have on. I want to hit up yes. Chandler and see if he could come on. He would be good. I, I was telling you this the other day. He would be good on the podcast. Uh, you know who else will be good on the podcast? Ken. Me. Well, kind of is yours, bud. Yeah. No, this uh, is Dez's podcast. I just manage it. You, you've got poor taste in managers, my friend. <laughs> who, Dez or me? <laughs> Dez, if you're managing it. <laughs> hey, man, I'm going to do a pretty good job. You, yeah, Sam, you were there when we were discussing this. You could have had an input. What? I did you have were my there input. during. I did have my XIT, input. You, I you... did have my input. I did have my input. Sam Remember how like, I... no, 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 I did. Shut up. You're wrong. <laughs> I did. Remember, I put it. I put it in a way that's not very PG, and you guys just laughed and nodded off. So yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all coming back now, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah. Look, so when we were talking earlier, isn't that exactly why I said that chose you for my (laughs) co-host? We're not saying it was a bad idea. (laughs) It's worded poorly. (laughs) It's Uh, just Sam. Now you've made a you've made a an appearance for two episodes, so I feel pretty cool. And it's so funny because, like, the feedback I get from people, they're like, "Cowboy Jesus." Seems like a person I would get along with. I'm like, yeah, everybody yeah, loves Jesus. Down. Everybody loves Jesus. <laughs> everybody loves, everybody Jesus. loves cowboys. And uh, and I always tell them like, I always send them the picture of where you're just standing there and your mustache is curled, and they're like, oh, I'm like, well, I'm not trying to like be a wingman, but it's the one where Jesus. he has his soft eyes. Yeah, he's looking all majestic, <laughs> like the soft eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny to me and like a lot of people like screw what me and Garrett talk about they're like so cowboy Jesus I'm like 
Well, you know, it's like me and Garrett, right? Like, we were there too. <laughs> right. <laughs> but for the last few, like, it's always been feedback from our guests. And I mean, I, that doesn't bother me. But the first one, they're like, well, it was, it was all over the place. Like, well, they all are. I never have a plan. We never have a plan. Like, what do you expect? <laughs> it's just some average dudes on a podcast. Well, I think it's funny that y'all got positive feedback on, on when I came on because your last podcast, gentlemen, if I will, sounded very that was that was a very rodeo pure D A one podcast. I'm here for comedic relief. Well, so I feel <laughs> like we got more not like more uh growth whenever you came on. For sure. You know, I've always said if my looks don't make you laugh, my jokes damn sure will. A hundred percent. And like, like I said, a lot of people, they're like, so Cowboy Jesus. And so, yeah, you're, you, they don't even know your name, your real name. It's just Cowboy Jesus. <laughs> and it's so frustrating because I got my bronc culture all set up as LPMG. My night latch is LPMG. And I, I'll walk around campus, Cowboy Jesus. I do. Did, did Aaron Smith make it? No, uh, Buck and Wild Leather. Shout out to those guys. They make great head stalls. But uh, I worked with him up in three leather companies on this episode. That's cool. Yeah. We're all over the place, man. (laughs) Well, they're real nice to me, so I kind of had to. Des, check your text. Check my text. I don't know how to do that. Carry on, sir. Open your phone. But, yeah, no, they made it for me, and it's all – I mean, but, yeah, I've got all Alpine Shade decked out stuff. And then that, right after XIT, it just got changed to Cowboy Jesus. Yeah, you're welcome. My God. Thank you, know, you for that. While, while we're at it. So speaking of Aaron Smith, he made your halter, okay? Aaron is a sponsor of the 777 schools as well. Yep. Um, so it, <laughs> when I noticed that, like, I laughed my ass off. Like, it's such a small world. Oh, yeah. It, and it, it really is because – um, when I seen that, cause he had it on his, uh, like Facebook page and I seen that and I was like, I've seen that somewhere. I can't, of course I can't see the color, but I was like, I've seen that somewhere. <laughs> and then, uh, I don't remember what I was doing. I was looking to where you don't talk about how you're colorblind. <laughs> Sorry, He's it's... proud of it. He brings it up every episode. He's proud of it. Well, it's a problem that I've got. <laughs> It's not a problem. It's okay. normal. How is that normal? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to take Des aside on that. How, how in God's green earth is that normal, bud? You we really had to throw in green? Really? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. But man, damn. no, he's got the coolest little shop. I yeah, showed up to pick up, yeah, Aaron Smith, the gentleman that made my, my, my halter. That's like Aaron's first off. Yeah, that one, that one. I walked in and I really like. Normally, when I go, I don't. It's like same thing. Like when I'm tall, I hate being around people that are like my height. That feels weird. I'm used to looking down. So like when I'm having an eye to eye contact conversation, with somebody it trips me out. I've He's explaining that, to me. Never had that problem. Neither have it's, I. Very rarely are there people my height that are taller. So, so I wonder really... if that's how giraffes feel. 
Yeah, I just don't start <laughs> slinging my neck around trying to fight them, you know? <laughs> that's that's valid. Anyways, sorry. But, yeah, no, he had it, he had it set up. He had – I walked in. He had friggin' Jake Hooker on the – over the radio. It's just Little Shack. His dog was chilling. The man was living life to the fullest. <laughs> and hooked me up. Man, I thought that it was going to cost me an arm and a leg, and he did it. Fast and cheap. Oh yeah, but but good. You could have them. For, yeah, I was, I was fixing to say you could. You I could have. I could have told somebody I paid seven hundred dollars for it. And they're looking at it. They're like, yeah, I believe it. Oh yeah, like, he did great work on it. Yeah, Aaron's super good, and he's good people. He's super nice, and he's uh, had a, he's with for the actual Lord Cowboy Jesus. Yeah. He's, he's with actual Jesus, not Cowboy Jesus. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And he'll be in Boys Ranch. And he'll be oh, in Boys really? Ranch. Yep. He's one of the, the one of the main sponsors. He's one of the, so I don't know how many sponsors there are, but I know it's Aaron and Garrett. Of course, Garrett and Aaron because he makes the halters, all the halters that they give at the schools, and then Garrett, you know, of course, gives the reins. But yeah, he's one of the. One of the main sponsors. And he goes to... He wasn't at the first one. Because he... I don't know if he had a branding going on or something, but... Would have he said around that time. But he said that he'd be at the, the one in Boys Ranch. Nice. So he's going to make a halter. Because he makes a halter for every school. And he's... Right. And I, those halters are bad ass triple seven on them like dude i don't even ride bucking horses but i want one (laughs) (laughs) all right sam so let's take a second we're going to talk about what you need to bring okay okay you need a pair of shafts your uh your leggings your your leggings ain't gonna work oh yeah your your day trash pants ain't gonna cut it (laughs) the ranch pants ain't gonna work huh your your pasture pants if they'll they might be Good. high waters, but they might okay. be chinks. They might end up being chinks <laughs> on me. <laughs> okay. But all right, with. um, your halter, your bronc crane, which yet again still is not a lefties. So, um, kiss my rear end. Um, that's yeah. I'm on Garrett's side. That's kind of rude. You right? Yeah. Come on. I made you cowboy Jesus. I thought we, was... we, yeah. no, actually, JC, JC did. JC did, yeah. <laughs> but we publicly <laughs> announced it publicly. Yes, sir. Anywho, so halter, vest. Oh, vest. You got a vest, bring it. Um, Just came in today, actually. Perfect. Awesome. Yeah. Start, start using it. Um, yeah, yeah wear, wear it every day. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, honestly, I'm fixing to go bury it in the backyard so it looks a little dirty so it doesn't look brand spanking new. Oh, man, I love showing up with a new vest. It made me feel cool. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, see, then you feel like, the, like I know I'm a greenhorn, but I don't want other people to know I'm a greenhorn until I get on a horse, you know? I've never actually heard anyone call it a greenhorn. Yeah, me neither. I just They just say green. Of course, I mean, that's... 
I'm just new to it, you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Maybe Sam's was, just been been around it longer than we have. Probably. I mean, he is Jesus. Jesus has been around a whole lot longer than you and I both have. <laughs> and it's funny because um, I'm older than both of y'all. And yeah, you're, you're what, 30? <laughs> bite me. <laughs> you made me choke on my water. Bite me. Ow. Ow. I know I got gray hairs and all that, but good. <laughs> yeah, do you know, remember, he's in a frat. He's going to college. I know. That's weird. It's so weird. Yeah, they let 30 year olds in the frats now. Enough, boys. Are you the dad of the frat or what? What's... I feel like it's some other good guys. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes, like, I've got these younger guys with me and they just do stupid stuff that I remember doing myself. I'm like, dang, looking back, I was a grade A idiot. Come here, kid. Let me show you something better. <laughs> you know, but no, t- 24. Thank you. I'm thank 25. You. Oh. <laughs> oh, hell. I thought you. <laughs> yeah. Bite me. Bite me, you uh, old I'm, sob. I'm a fresh 25, like not even a month old. 25, so I'm, I'm still learning the tricks about it. So, yeah, yeah. So who's the old one now? Well, I mean, you have more, I guess, physical features of showing your age than I do. Thanks for pointing out my gray hairs, bud. Hey, 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 Dad, are we gonna hit guitar? We're going to hit them all. Yeah, I know Hannah's listening to this, and she's going to be upset if we don't go to Chesney's. So. Okay, we could go to Chesney's. Just for Hannah, though. Right, yeah. Oh, I'm so excited for the logo. Hannah is our logo designer slash favorite bartender of all time. Okay, right on. Um. She she does a lot for us idiots, I guess. <laughs> uh, and she works at the the bar. Uh, she works at Chesney's. There, I thought she works at Guitars too. She does, yeah, on Wednesdays, just on Wednesdays though. Oh, yeah, definitely not gonna be there on a Wednesday. No, but they're only open. I think she said like Wednesday. I don't. I think like Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. What? Yeah, you'd expect Thursday, Friday, Saturday, but uh, it's not. It's not midnight rodeo. <laughs> but yeah, we could go to them all. Uh, well, on that I... note, thanks everybody for listening. Um, you know, leave a like or a review or a rating or whatever. You know, I don't know what you're listening to it on. Um, let us know how it, bad we did. Yeah, just just let us know how it is. Like we we want any feedback we can get, good or bad. Yeah, but it has to oh, be yeah. five five stars. That. Yeah, if you leave four stars, uh, <clears throat> we'll look up your name and we'll fight you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but no, I I personally, whenever this came to fruition. Never would have seen it becoming what it is. Um, Absolutely, me neither. And it's it's so cool how it's increased. Um, and it's weird. It's not weird. I won't say weird. I take that back. It's it's astonishing how so many people. Yeah, it is. 
how so many people listen to it that you'd never expect to listen to it. You know what I mean? Right. And their feedback is like positive. They're like, wow, you guys are dumb, but like funny. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, wow, we're average. Crazy. And, uh, Juicy Gold, I'm gonna go ahead and post this one right now. I'm not even gonna wait for the morning. Perfect. Oh, holy. So, We're making moves out here. Today's Wednesday. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Jesus. Goodness. You well, know you never know. Somebody could yeah. be here in this on a Wednesday. Yeah. Why don't you tell me there's a listener out of Australia? Is that true? Yeah. Shout you out know, to it's the- tomorrow over them. Is it already tomorrow for them? Mm-hmm. It is. Hell, so it might even be close to Thursday for them. We're behind. <laughs> Shout out um, to them. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but no, it's 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 been awesome, and uh, I I want to keep producing episodes for mainly for us. That's why I do it. No offense, for to sure. For sure. um, I think I, I think what I like about the most is we just get to sit around and talk and just bullshit, you know. And that's like, exactly it. You know, we don't have an agenda. We don't have a schedule. We don't, you know, it's it's all just us. Yeah, like you bring it in, Sam. Like that's that's what it's, it's cool. So I thanks, Sam, for answering the phone. Yes, hey, thanks, you- Sam. Hey, you're welcome, guys. You know, I was so happy. Somebody thought about me. You know how stoked I was about that? My phone's <laughs> dry as a desert. I was like, oh, I got a text. What do you mean? I, I message game you all the time. Yes, I know, which is BS that you've been winning today. I've been, I've, it's, it's been an off day. Normally, I'm smoking you. <laughs> you're not I'll make smoking it very clear to the listeners. I, yeah, you're not smoking your views. Points. You're smoking Garrett and games. You bet. Dad, you're going to have to join us for an Uno game one day man that was great on the road oh <laughs> what about today though holy cow i was sitting in class and i should have been listening and i tell you, uh, jake snapchatted me i was like yo hop on we're playing <laughs> we're playing uno we had a couple good games couldn't win to save my life but a couple good games man um, i'm just I, I i mean i'm not good at card games because for one i suck Oh, he wouldn't colors. be good. Yeah, he can't see. This one's all colors, man. <laughs> did you just say like, I'd I don't... be good? Did you just say I'd be good? <laughs> no, I said it wouldn't be good because this game's all colors. Oh, you know it's all man. colors. You got to match red to red, green to green, not gray to gray. And well, I can read the numbers because right, there's, the... num- there's numbers on the card. But most of right, them are colors. <laughs> you mostly go off colors, bro. Like, I hate to break it to you, man. Uno might not be your game. Well, we'll find out. Well, I guess I'll pl- start playing Dose then. If you guys are playing Uno, I'll play Dose. That's <laughs> uh, one up us, why don't you? <laughs> yeah, then both me and my self conscious will play something else. <laughs> uh, and that'll do us for episode number the big five of the Double Abs. Cinco, yeah. Thanks, gents, for having me on. It's always a pleasure to be with you. Guys. Man, thanks for answering Thank the phone you. and hopping on, man. Hey, yeah, y'all have a good one. I'll catch you all later on down the road. We'll see you.